back to the Shoeless Joe's podcast, soon to be the podcast heard around the world. It's Isaiah. And Mike. Wait a minute. Isaiah, do you hear that? Oh, I do, Mike. I do. What's that sound? Football, baby! It's the NFL, baby. Football is back. Yes, sir. It's Thursday, two quarter blacks. Match up. 1v1, Mono e Black Mono. <laughs> oh Sean Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. Prime time. Ooh. You know how I know I, it's I, football season's officially back? I can smell it in the air sometimes, but go ahead. Well, besides that song and the smell, of course. <laughs> I had my fantasy draft last night. As did I. I, I. I heard you did. What what what's your league looking like? What are the what are the parameters? Well, it's a 10 PPR, so um the teams are definitely loaded. However, I believe my team is much more loaded than the other teams. Um, I felt the same way about my team, too. I'm in a 12-team <laughs> standard format, and then I put my team into a website, and they said that <laughs> I, I, in fact, did not have the best team. So I was kind of disappointed. Do you have a clever team name by any chance? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> all right. Um, my team name is Team Want All Profit. It's a play on the Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion song. Um, WAP. Yeah. <laughs> so the initials would be WAP. Oh, my, <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> my team name is based upon um, my, my my first pick in the draft, Alvin Kamara. And uh, we're Alvin and the Chipmunks. So. Oof. <laughs> Alvin. I was trying to find <laughs> That song is not funny. Hey, me, I want a hula hoop. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with my draft. I think that I definitely waited too long on the quarterback position, which is why the day after my draft, I'm already picking. I don't think quarterback. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. Name drop your quarterback, baby. You don't. You don't think I waited too long? It's because it's the starting quarterback of name, your New York, New York name, football Giants, name Daniel drop, Jones. Daniel Danny Dimes Jones. Same. Danny Ten Cent Jones, baby. But I will not be playing him against the, the stifling steel curtain this weekend. I don't think you should play him at all this season. I think you should just keep him on your team. <laughs> um, so I, I've decided to pick up Gardner Minshew in the meantime. But I'll just read through the rest of my roster real quick. My two running backs are Alvin Kamara, as in Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, David Johnson, who's on my team year after year, no matter what jersey he's wearing. Um, Tyreek Hill, um, barring any legal ramifications. Um, Chris Godwin. I kind of thought I'd play off Chris Godwin, but I couldn't think of any. And I'm not going to say with the ones I was thinking of because they're not good. Yep, yep. Um, Zach Ertz, DJ Charles, New Orleans Saints defense, who I dropped immediately today because they're playing against Tom Brady this week. And uh, Brad McManus is my starting lineup. Um, how about you, Zach? Um, so mine's definitely got way bigger names just because of the lack of people in the league. Uh, but at quarterback, I got Drew Brees, who has since changed his stance on <laughs> kneeling during the national anthem. And uh, I think it's just nice that he took time to talk to his teammates and learn more. Um, so that's that's that that took part in me picking him up. I had to defend him. <laughs> <laughs> the offense is loaded, man. I don't care. All right. Um, then I got Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, Devontae Adams. Kenny G, Kenny Galladay, Darren Waller, breakout star from last year, um, tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. And then at my flex, I got Mike's man, Le'Veon Bell. I got the Minnesota defense and my kicker with the number one name in all of football, Young Hoku. Young Hoku. Uh, I think that you're going to get a lot of value out of Le'Veon in that flex position because I don't know why he was his ADP was so low this year. Especially being the lead back, I don't, I didn't get that at all. Like he was literally like thirty projected thirty points less than like Carson and David Johnson, which I thought was really weird. But I'll tell you what, I'll be really upset if Gase doesn't decide to use him again. You're gonna be upset. I'll be. If you're upset, I don't know what I'll be. Um, I think I think Le'Veon Bell is a great uh, horse to tie your carriage to. Uh, that's for, that's for you, uh, weekly listeners. Um, especially make cricket noises. Um, I think that, but uh, yeah. So those, those are our fancy teams. Um, yeah, and fantasy giving... definitely makes football way more fun, like ten times more fun than football. <laughs> yeah. 
it's fun to watch football. It's fun to watch guys hit each other. But when you're tracking players and how well they're doing in each game, it ups the ante. Which is how well, how well they're not getting hit by the other team. <laughs> no, it, no, that's true. It definitely makes it more fun. But dude, it can't be like if the if the Jets are down by two touchdowns, and meanwhile, no, my fantasy team can even get near the red zone. It makes it makes the day even more frustrating. Um, especially because this week I don't. Uh, like Tar- Tariq Hill plays on Thursdays, and that's either like a tr- like a tone setter, or like <laughs> you're doomed off rip. And he was in- and his last guy plays at ten o'clock on Monday night. So like, oh. I hate oh. that so much. But yeah. we'll definitely be giving you guys weekly updates with our weekly uh, roster moves. I'm making a lot of them. So <laughs> every week we'll just check in. Michael Charles. I'm saying, below pal, if you're out there, <laughs> get ready. You're gonna be joining Alvin and the Chipmunks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, let's get into real football that we can actually can that we, well actually we have no control of that either. Um, we're gonna go through with our NFL previews. It doesn't feel like it, but as Isaiah said, we're opening night on Thursday night already. Um, and we're just gonna go through each division and we're gonna see, give our thoughts on each team, and then we're gonna throw a little twist in there. We're gonna give you defensive player of the year for each division, which is nothing crazy, but we're gonna do our own twist on most valuable player MVP. We're gonna do most value what are we gonna do most vital most player. vital most vital most, player yeah i didn't mess myself up most vital Sorry. player um Sorry, basically, how we're defi- <laughs> basically how basically how we're defining uh most vital player is the player not who's gonna be the best player but who's player who Neat. playing at their best yeah well the most determine how the division and their team success will turn out um so we think that'll be very fun especially with what like 72 hours away from kickoff I'm excited. Uh, I'm nervous. Well, before that, I have a question. What do you think? How do you think your Giants are going to do week one against Pittsburgh? I think they're home, I believe. Yeah, I think I think week one, the Giants will – I don't think – I don't know. This is the hardest question ever to answer. But they they could win. And the only chance they have to win is because of how sloppily – every team will be playing in the NFL, in my opinion, because they haven't had preseason and they've only been, you know, practicing and running scrimmages against each other. So uh, if they come out playing sloppy, if Ben Roethlisberger, you know, isn't Ben Roethlisberger of old, I think, um, and tears up the Giants defense, which every team will be doing this year. But I think the Giants office is explosive enough to – pull out a win week one and that's what i'm hoping for realistically i don't think they'll win but uh in my heart of hearts where i believe i think they'll win i hope they'll win i think i don't know i think it's weird because the jets usually play well in buffalo and lose to the bills at home um but i think like the thing about buffalo is like always been like obviously like the temperature right but like obviously it being early (laughs) september it's not really as much of a factor as it usually is as like compared to like a late december game um, but I think also like, uh, the, one of the, uh, the other big factor when you go into Buffalo is like the Bills mafia and the fans yeah. and it being in an empty stadium really helps the Jets. Cause it really, t- like, obviously they're still in Buffalo, but it really takes away like the home crowd advantage, which is mm-hmm. such a big thing for Buffalo. Um, so I think that obviously I think the key will be like the Jets had them week one last year and then they fell apart late, especially after Mosley got hurt. Um, so I think I think just keeping Josh Allen in the pocket as much as possible, um, if they can set the tone running the ball, open up the play action, and then I think it'll be a close game. Um, I don't think that, I don't I'm not confident saying they'll win this game because I know Buffalo has improved, but I think it'll be a close game. So hopefully we'll come back to this podcast next week and both New York teams are one and zero. But I, I hope so. uh, and if one team has to lose, I hope it's not the Jets. It'll so, be- <laughs> I think it'll be fun to watch. I mean, listen, I'm not a Jets fan um, in any sense of those two words, but I th- I'm, I think it'll be fun to see um, Stefan Diggs in his new home in Buffalo and what he does with Josh Allen, who Mike likes to point out is incredibly inaccurate. Um, however, with a star receiver like Stefan Diggs and what he can be, um, I think he'll be able to cover up some of the mistakes that Josh Allen makes, making Josh Allen look better. Well, on that note, we might as well just jump right into the AFC East as our first division. Um, we'll go through team by team. Um, 
first, I guess we'll start off with the Buffalo Bills. I think that coming off a playoff year last year, I think that they improved their offensive line. They gave uh, Josh Allen more weapons. Um, he's already a, a very solid quarterback just because of the way he makes plays. And I think that they will definitely – I think they're probably the favorite to win this division this year. Um, what, what's your take on the Bills? Um, I think, like I was saying, it would be exciting to watch Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Um, I think that defense is really solid and obviously one of the top defenses in all of football, um, spearheaded by Tredavious White, who we'll get to later. And he I, – I mean, they go as far as Josh Allen takes them. You know, but I I I don't I don't know if I agree with you on them being the favorites to win. The oh, the Jets! Division. Yeah, the Jets. Uh, I think I think to be the best, you got to beat the best, and uh, I'm a firm believer in Bill Belichick being the mastermind of all masterminds, and so um, I would have the Patriots there, but the Bills will be no, I, at least number two because the other two teams are atrocious. No, I agree. I think I think the Jets will be, especially with their schedule this year, will be the third team. Um, as I said, like, no, 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 no. Um, I think that, uh, quickly on the Patriots, I think that uh, maybe they are being stepped on a little bit, but I think that is only fair when you lose a quarterback of that caliber and they just have to prove themselves beyond that. But I think that the versatility of Cam Newton, considering he stays healthy, will give them a lot of options with Josh McDaniels running this running the show as the offensive coordinator. So I think that they'll be, they can be a legitimate team though. They lost some parts on their defense. So, I mean, I think I have both Buffalo and new England in that 10 and 10 and six range. Um, right. I think a step down to the jets, I would say based on their schedule, I, I, I think we're looking at if things go well, uh, eight and eight, nine and seven, if at, if things go fantastically. Seven, seven and nine. nine. Realistically. Yeah. I yeah. Um, but <laughs> I think that we're just like, I think the jets, as like a lot of Jets fans know that this team is a year away still. Um, we just want to see that year two of this offense, they upgrade the offensive line. Obviously not enough weapons yet for Darnold, but I mean, I think there's a solid group of everyone's healthy, a solid enough group around him to give him a chance. So I think, I think what you just want to see is the defense continue from last year and Sam Darnold really step into his own. He's been impressing in training camp and just having a full healthy year to, to really step up and show that he is a franchise quarterback. Yeah, they're missing C.J. Mosley this year again on an opt-out. And so, um, obviously, that's a big hit because of the caliber player that he is. But, um, listen, you're my friend. My dad likes the Jets. So, I don't root terribly against the Jets. But, I, I like, I think they're more than just a year away. But, uh, they're years away, plural. But, this will be a really telling year for Adam Gase. Um, which I think is big for your franchise because you can't keep running Sam Darnold through the mill of coaches and you need to build around him. Not quickly. You're not pressed for time. He is young still, but um, I think you need to get that um, settled out quickly and pair that quarterback to coach up. I agree. Um, and then the Miami dolphins, we all know that Tua is going to be handed the keys eventually, although Fitzpatrick is starting early. And I think that the, Brian Flores did a really good job with a team that many people expected to win <laughs> literally zero games last year and to win what – what they win, five or something like that. Um, I don't know. But <laughs> I think that they, regardless that they're going to continue to be better. They have – they add Jordan Howard now. Um, I think that Devontae Parker will continue to develop. And I think that – I think that eventually that they're just going to wait until two is ready, hand him the keys, and see what happens from there because if not, they're back in the, they're back in the same spot in the draft this year to build a better team. Yeah. The dolphins, um, you know, they, they've always been the butt of this division. And I think it's going to stay that way. I don't know if I trust Tua and I think in the race against time, um, there have been only two winners and that has been George Foreman and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is still going to beat out time. And, he might. I, I, I don't know. He he always plays just well enough to keep the starting spot. It's always been that story for him. And so they should give the keys to Tua, but they might just want to win games. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is a wild card. He can win games or not. I agree. Um, and then we're going to quickly go through defensive player of the year. I know 
Isaiah had a, a Buffalo Bill in mind. Um, for me, I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna echo your sentiment. Is this uh, MVP? Think, no, no, no. This is Defensive Player of the Year, and oh, player. I think I think we should. I think we both agree that it goes to the best defensive player in this division, and Tre'Davious White just got his extension, and he's gonna prove why he earned it. Mm. Yeah, he's got. He is gonna have to, and. I mean, he's he's been a lockup corner. He has proved, um, he proved worthy enough to gain the extension. And um, last year, he got all the praise from everyone around the league for leading this defense, which isn't a bad defense at all. But leading this defense to being one of the top defenses, except for the tear that the Patriots were on last year. But um, yeah, Tre'Davious White is my pick. And then our most vital player um, for me, I'm going to go with. I want to say Sam Darnold, but I'm going to go with Cam Newton. Um, like A lot of questions when he got to New England about what he has left in the tank and if New England can even come like be a playoff team as a, like, a lot of those questions came up when Brady left. So I think that he has a lot to prove, especially after sitting out in free agency for so long. So I think that the Patriots can be uh, a contender in the AFC once again if Cam is being Cam. So that's my pick. Yeah, mine mine is different, but Cam Newton, um, I'm definitely excited for him this year because there's always been bad stigma surrounded around Cam Newton, and they they've always talked bad about him attitude wise and whatnot. But from what we hear from the Patriots this year, it's been nothing but good things. My most vital player, I tricked you. My most vital player is going to Josh Allen. The Buffalo Bills only go as far as he goes, and in my opinion, he's a budding young star and one of he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in this league. Um, just based off his cannon arm and his versatility with him running the ball, and I'll always go back to him jumping over Anthony Barr and me thinking he's the great white hope. <laughs> All right, so that's our AFC East preview. Uh, we're going to pick up the pace now as these divisions go by. Um, the AFC West, we have the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers. Um, I think the Broncos are could be a very exciting team. We always know with Vic Bangio that that defense is pretty solid. But now they give Drew Lock weapons in Cortland Sutton. Uh, who else did they pick up? Melvin Jerry Gordon. Judy, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon. Um, so that could be a – I think that's a very offensive-minded division. Uh, and we're going to see that. And obviously we have the Chiefs, which speak for themselves. Um, and we continue – we hope – like we expect to see them continue what they've started, Mahomes to continue what he started. Health – health – Obviously, it mean the main thing, but they will win that division once again. Um, then we have the Las Vegas, the newly minted Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and I really don't know what to expect from them, but they weren't as bad as people thought last year under Gruden. Um, and now, he hopefully, he has a full year of Josh Jacobs. He got a receiver that he hopes contains his offense and Henry Ruggs. So I think that'll be very interesting to see what that team does, especially in their new home. And then finally, a similar situation to the Miami Dolphins. We have the Los Angeles Chargers who are starting Tyrod basically until until uh, Justin Herbert's Justin ready. But, Herb. but apparently he's having trouble learning the offense, which is the holdup over there, which is a very interesting turn of events. But, I mean, it happens with young quarterbacks. But I think that them him them and the Raiders will be battling for the last spot, especially with, Dar- with Derwin James out for the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Broncos – their their running back core with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon is kind of scary on paper, and so um, like Drew Lock has all the weapons he needs to succeed. Uh, the Chiefs, a hundred percent, they're they're gonna they're gonna run it up in the AFC West. They're by far they're the best team in football. They're the reigning Super Bowl champs, and with the talent that we see in Patrick Mahomes, I don't see that stopping for. They're gonna build a dynasty. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, um, Derek Carr is entering a big year. There were rumblings with him and Gruden, um, and, you know, Gruden not being sure he was the guy last year. Uh, still putting faith in him, though, not wanting to lose games when he's starting quarterback. But Derek Carr has a big year to prove himself. Um, and, yeah, Tyrod Taylor is getting handed an opportunity <laughs> with, the Charlers, with the Chargers. And so um, – I hope he can fill that role. They have, they still, they didn't lose anybody but Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon. Um, and listen, in fantasy, if you weren't eyeing 
Austin Eckler, then you're, <laughs> out of your, you're out of your mind. Um, him and Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson's also a good running back. Um, and so them splitting the backfield, um, it's going to be interesting to see what Tyrod Taylor can do before they move Justin Herbert into that spot. I agree. Um, I think most vital player uh, is a no-brainer here and Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Um, so I don't think you have to discuss that much further. Um, no. Defensive player, though. Defensive player of the year, I'm going to go with another Chief. Um, I'm going to go with Tyron Matthew. I, I was thinking about going Von Miller, but I'm going to go with Tyron Matthew. Badger. Holding down the back end of that defense. Um, obviously, corner is probably the weak spot of that team. So him, like, ball, hawk, ball hawking and covering the back end of that defense in the role that we know him to be. Um, cause obviously they're going to, they're going to be in a bunch of shootouts. So him stepping up and making plays is going to be huge for that team. Um, yeah, it is. He's the anchor for their defense, but I'm going to have to go with, uh, big Joey B Joey Bosa, uh, for the chargers. I mean, those Bosa brothers, they, they, they just get it done. They're, they're dangerous and they're scary. They just, they're like, you know, they're like good old corn fed <laughs> Southern guys who like, you know, just like just come out there and just want to hit people, you know? And that's the reason I stopped playing football was because I realized there were crazy people on the field who enjoyed hitting people. <laughs> and that is the AFC West. Um, the AFC North. The AFC North. Now we look at the Baltimore Ravens who obviously held, uh, obviously with all these predictions, health being the main thing, but the Ravens look to repeat as AFC North champions and make up for what, where they left up came up a little bit short last year in the playoffs. Um, obviously, we look for Lamar to continue developing as a passer, continuing to avoid being hit. Um, and I obviously, they lose. <laughs> they, wow, they they lose Earl Thomas, and we'll see how that impacts their defense. Maybe take them a little bit of a step back, but I think that their defense will still be solid. Um, then we have what we're going to be looking at really is the show of Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow. Um, the show of Cincinnati. <laughs> the, sho- the shoeless Joe's. Um, I really think it's really interesting to see how he, how he does in his rookie year. Um, offensively, honestly, depending on AJ Green's health, they have decent weapons with uh, Tyler Boyd as well mm. and Mixon. So I think that obviously their offensive line needs to improve a lot. So he might be on the run often, but I think that he, he'll have a solid rookie year. But I think he'll be limited by that offensive line. Um, so I think the Bengals will, again, be at the bottom of the AFC North. And then we have the Cleveland Browns, who are always an interesting team. Let's talk about it a little bit this offseason. However, they trade for Austin Hooper. Um, they have a, a full year now with to get Odell, uh, Landry, everyone on the same page. They add Kareem Hunt behind Nick Chubb. Um, they lock in Miles Garrett. Did they get rid of Njoku yet? I don't know. Do they still no, have him? I know I he was asking for a trade, right? Right, yeah, he asked out, and I was thinking about the same thing. I'm not sure what the situation is with him, but they have a lot of weapons at their disposal for yeah. Baker, and it'll be very telling to see how... Yeah. how... Don't forget Kareem, uh, right. who's a monster on and off the field, and don't forget <laughs> Nick Chubb, the fumble right. monster who almost ruined my fantasy season last year. Right, and um, so I, I think that they have all the... The weapons, their defense is pretty stout as well. <laughs> with Miles Garrett, if he's swinging helmets this year... They're, the rest of the North AFC North is going to be in trouble. But I think, I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be very interesting to see where that team goes. And finally, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We all know about their defense. And last year, they struggled because they had a carousel at quarterback. But now, Big Ben is back. Um, obviously, his favorite target, Juju. And then um, James Conner in the backfield. Yes, it'll, be, it'll be very interesting to see how they bounce back. Because they will be in a lot of games because of their defense. So, Depending on how far the time it has has took his course with Ben Roethlisberger, that team can easily either be not that great or contending for the the lead of the division. Um, what do you? Yeah, a hundred percent. This uh, the Steelers are my favorite team um, outside of the New York Giants, just because of the history. They won't be on Sunday. <laughs> no, they won't. I have to. <laughs> I have to pick a side that day, and I'm definitely going with the Giants. But. Um, but yeah, the Steelers, I mean, listen, Ben Roethlisberger got into a car accident and then played that Sunday of the week he got into the car accident and broke his nose. So he's the toughest guy I think I've ever seen on a football field just for that reason alone. 
And I, I don't, I mean, listen, these are guys we grew up with, so I don't want to count them out yet. It's the same way I feel about LeBron. It's the same way I feel about a lot of these guys we grew up with who were like seeing retire. But I, I think Roethlisberger still has some more left in a tank. The team I want to talk about most was Cleveland, and I think they might blow up this year. My Giants used to have um, one of the. I get a little, I get a little tearful talking about him, but um, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, was was a stud in New York, and then when he went to the Browns, everyone talked about this explosive offense that they couldn't get done, and so blame went to Baker Mayfield for making all these commercials, you know, and all these guys being prima donnas and divas, and um, not getting the job done with a team that seemed to be stacked. So I think this year is 100% going to be very telling, and we'll see if they blow up or they can gel together and become a team. My defensive player of the year for this, just before, if I hope you don't say it, so I'm going to say it, is my guy, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yes, the best safety (laughs) in all of football. That's my guy. It the. The offense of the Steelers is going to be all right because I think James Conner works well as a bell cow running back, even though he does get hurt a lot. And um, I, But I have faith in Juju, Demetrius Johnson, and those guys they have back there um, with Ben Roethlisberger because he can throw to a bunch of nobodies. That arm is ridiculous. But I think this defense is going to um, be the highest scoring defense in all of football, and I think this defense is built – I mean – God forbid they had Ryan Shazier. This would be the greatest defense of all time. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for Minka Fitzpatrick to take over. No, I also picked Minka, and I think that they're gonna the offense is lacking weapons, so they're gonna need to create turnovers and create points to keep them in games. Mm-hmm. So I think that Minka's will step up to that challenge. And the most vital player for me, I think we touch upon it. It has to be Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. I think that that team goes as far as he goes. There's a lot of questions if he's deserving of number one pick. And to this point, I I think it's safe to say that he was not. But we'll see what really happens now. Um, and I think that – did they fire their coaches? Did they, did they fire Freddie Kitchens? No, they did. They did? I'm not sure. Because I think, I think they did, so I think he might be going into a new offense again, which could be not helping oh. him, but – not fully sure of that statement. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, they did, they did, they did. Yeah, so a new offense again in year three. So, I mean, I think, yeah, he has all the weapons at his disposal once again. The same story as last year. So, let's see what he does with it. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, Baker Mayfield needs to step up. He, I mean, we say this about a whole bunch of guys in all these other divisions, but this guy really has all of the weapons. Like, his backfield is full of pro bowlers. His receiving core is full of pro bowlers. Every single one of them, his tight ends. So with all those, with all those, um, those weapons that you have, if you can't make do, um, then yeah, you you weren't worthy of the number one pick. I mean, he talked it up. He talked his way up to number one pretty well. And I'll <laughs> give him that. But other than that, it's looking like Sam Darnold should have went number one. Oh, Sammy. Um, <laughs> Let me go to the AFC South. Um, the big trade in this division was Hopkins being traded to Arizona for David Johnson and some draft considerations. But I think that that again, we said this with all the teams. Like I think it's the story. The league is about quarterbacks, quarterback play, and Deshaun Watson is one of the best of them. So I think that he'll be able to do a great job of uh, of melding that team together. Um, and then we look at Indianapolis, who bring in Philip Rivers, which means that you're gonna get gunslinging and shootouts consistently um so they have the defense to back it up so maybe that could be interesting especially with a very good offensive line and solid receiver receivers and running backs combination i think that they could be a a sleeper team maybe um then we look at jacksonville and they on paper could be the worst team in the nfl Um, (laughs) gardner and so we're just gonna see what gardner Minshew does i mean they bring in jay gruden who, who who usually does well for quarterbacks um so we'll see what Gardner Minshew can do. And then the Tennessee Titans, who were last year's Cinderella team, and it looks like they bring back Tannehill. A.J. Brown emerges as a as a, as a star at a wide receiver position. And then they dominate in, in the trenches with David Henry, uh, Derrick Henry. Um, so I think that 
I think that they could, especially with that. From <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but I think, no, I think that that's going to be a very competitive division outside of Jacksonville, and all of those teams can be easily competing for the top spot at the end of the year. Yeah, 100%. All those teams are gritty. But I, I think I do have to give the number one spot to the Texans just because of their quarterback play and Deshaun Watson and how well he is and um, love my black quarterbacks. But um, I think the Colts' defense is another one of those big defenses that, like, can score a lot. Not more than Ross, but can score and help out, um, like, the scoreboard and them winning games. Um, and, like, Darius Leonard, like, showed that he might be the best – if like he's one of the top linebackers in all of football, um, and yeah, they got a they got a good team there and a solid team there. The Jaguars, I liked Gardner Minshew's story last year. The mustache, the, how he was dressing, he brought a lot of flair, and he won his first game, which is crazy. But um, they're yeah, they're not going to be good. They, I think they are the worst team on paper in all of football, which is sad, since you know they lost Maurice Jones Drew. But um, they'll make a comeback soon enough. Um, but my 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 um, most vital player and my defensive player um, are one in the same for this conference, and that is going to be Jadavian Clowney, who just recently signed to the Texans. I think he's uh, he's got a lot to prove, and I I don't know. I hope he. I hope he. I hope he does well. I think he's going to take the Titans further than Ryan Tannehill, who's a great game manager. Um, and they, dang, I can't believe they traded. They got rid of Mariota and moved on to Tannehill. That was that was weird to me, but the way Tannehill stepped in, um, was cool and good to see. And I think Jadavian Clowney is going to be big for that team. I, I think it's gonna. I think defensive player of the year has to be J.J. Watt, in my opinion, um, because I think that I think that the way that the Texans score points, I think that they're going to need to stop people because while, while that is sustainable when it comes to playoff time, they need stops, and I think that's where they struggled last year. Um, so I think that J.J. Watt needs to continue to be – I mean, he already is perennially when healthy defensive player of the year candidate, so I think he needs to continue mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think that the most vital player – I think you just you touched upon him, Ryan Tannehill. Um, we already know what we already know what Derrick Henry can do for an offense, and especially the way they like to run the ball. So I think that if they can, if Tannehill can continue the success he had last season, like in terms of continuing to spread the ball across the field and making hard throws and and playing off that play action so well, it opens up their offense so much, and especially with a solid defense, I think that can make them take them to the next level as after being a Cinderella last year. Right. Um, and now, wait, did you give your, oh yeah, you said it. Yeah. yeah, Now we'll now transition to the NFC and, uh, Isaiah's home division of the NFC East. Yeah. Uh, very excited for my giants this year with an explosive offense. However, if this, this podcast continues for years and years to come soon to be heard around the world, I will be saying that going into every season. Uh, I don't want to give the Cowboys any love, and I hate the Cowboys. However, like I've been saying, I love my black quarterbacks, and I think Prescott gets a bad rap. I think I don't think he deserves all the money he's asking for. However, I think he is in talks of – I mean, he puts up stats, regardless of how good his teams are. He does put up stats, and he does well to lead the Cowboys to beat everyone in the division every year. And so I think, you know, good game managers like that you need to keep and you need to pay. Um, So I think the Cowboys will definitely be at the top of this division, Um, followed by the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I've stated before on this podcast, I love Carson Wentz. Uh, He has nothing. He has nothing with him again this year. Um, and I don't like Miles Sanders, but I don't like him at all. I, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. But um, Penn State running back, I mean, he's going to be solid. He's going to get a bulk of the carries. Um, but I don't know I don't know if he 
don't know if he's ready to slide into that role. Um, Philly's defense is always going to be good. Um, and I think they go as far as Carson Wentz can take them. Um, the Giants, who I have coming in third, a strong third. Um, I just, I don't know. I want to see a lot from the offense this year. I just want to know that the offense can be explosive with arguably the best back in the league, Saquon Barkley. Um, could possibly be the best tight end in all of football. <laughs> like, let me stop there. After Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz. But um, Evan Ingram is great, and he's one of the most athletic at that position. Um, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, who I've loved since he was in Detroit, and um, Darius Slayton. I think all three are not going to be pro bowlers, but all three could be pro bowlers. And I think Daniel Jones has a lot of weapons. I'm hearing a lot of good things from camp. Him and Judge are talking a lot, and they're getting together. And they're blending well. I just hope it translates on the field. However, I think play will be sloppy. Um, they've been working on his fumbling problem. They're, they're, they're coaching him, you know, getting him to step up in the pocket. And fumbling is a thing that can be fixed, uh, which was his main problem. And so long as he doesn't have Jamal Adams running at him before you say it, Mike, so long as he doesn't have Jamal Adams I running don't away. Care. I don't care. He's not a jet anymore. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> okay, strong feelings for Michael Charles. Um, yeah, as long as as long as he doesn't have Jamal Adams running at him, I think he'll be fine. And then Washington, I don't Put, know what you can say. Team. <laughs> the Washington football teams. Uh, there, I don't know. Dwayne Haskins, uh, you're gonna get your chance to play. Um. I Definitely. guess it'll be fun to see Chase. <laughs> That's all you can say for them. Chase Young is going to be chasing young Daniel Jones around the field a lot. Uh, but other than that, they I don't think they can put together wins. Ron Rivera um, is a good coach. He's not a terrible coach. Wins for this roster that he has, though, are going to come um, very few. Very few. I agree. Um, so I think with the Cowboys – I think Dak has to take his game to another level if that team is going to be competitive because that defense was very good last year um, and they still struggled. So I think that obviously Zeke is the workhorse of that team, but they need Amari Cooper to continue playing well and Michael Gallup to step, continue what he finished last season on the same pace that he was on. Um, and if they can do that, then I think they have a legitimate shot to win this division. Um, the Giants, I'm, I'm very excited to see see what they do especially I hope everyone stays healthy because contrary to popular belief I actually don't hate the Giants at all in fact I I want them to succeed um I do like making fun of Daniel Jones though because he does drop the football onto the turf a lot but (laughs) hopefully hopefully he stops doing that um but I think that I'm very excited to see what that offense healthy can look like and obviously they showed up their their linebacking core they lost somebody at cornerback (laughs) But uh, for taking away things that didn't belong to him, but they <laughs> from banks. <laughs> but they also added one, so hopefully it cancels out. And I hopefully the Giants have a good season. Um, the Eagles, the Eagles defense, uh, the front seven is pretty solid. However, their secondary is kind of a disaster. Um, they did add Darius Slay, so I think that could be that could address some of their problems. But they recently cut like two or three corners, um, especially corners who were supposed to be like important parts of their defense. So that'd be very interesting to see how that turns out. And offensively, it's just Ertz, Wentz, who can't stay healthy. And hopefully he does. Um, and Miles Sanders. And then I don't have anything to say about the Washington football. <laughs> don't say besides, anything about them. Besides, besides good luck, Dwayne. Um, good luck on finding a name. I think that's <laughs> – finding their identity this season is going to be really big for them. Um, so then we have defensive player of the year. And I'm going to go with Demarcus Tank Lawrence of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Um, I think that – isn't that his nickname? Yeah, I think so. I, know. I, I think he has to generate pressure, generate turnovers, just to possibly make up for possible ineptitudes of the offense. And then my most important player – it has to be Daniel Jones. Vital, most vital, most vital. <gasps> it's who? It's Danny Dimes. For fantasy reasons only. No, 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 not even. Oh, I forgot he, I forgot he might be my quarterback this year. Um, well, that that'd be great too. But I think that, 
I think that they bring in Jason Garrett. They're going to build this offense around him, and hopefully everyone's healthy. He has literally every weapon at his disposal, unlike many other um, quarterbacks do. So I think year two, getting comfortable with a – no matter what you think about Jason Garrett, he knows how to create an offense. Um, so I think it would be very telling for Daniel Jones. Um, wow. that I, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys defense as well. Um, for a defensive player, um, I want I want Leighton Vander Esch to stick out and go stupid every year, just because of his neck roll, and he reminds me of how long and you know classic football like the Bosworth. You know, like he, it's fun to watch him run around the field and make these like freak plays that he did before he got hurt last year. But I'm not a Cowboys fan, but. I don't know. I hate that I like watching so many guys in my division. Um, but, God, I hate the Cowboys team in general, though. Um, my most vital player is Carson Wentz. Every year we say, you know, uh, he could do it if he had some help, if he didn't get hurt. I think if as ju- I think just as long as he doesn't get hurt this year, it'll be a success. But, um, I mean, what was it? That was like two years ago, three years ago, when like two years ago Brady won the MVP. But it, it would have been him if he didn't get hurt in like right. week twelve. So obviously, we know the kind of player he is coming out of D two school. But uh this year's not telling for him. But it's very important that he plays well for the future of the Eagles. I agree. Um, and I will transition quickly to the NFC West. Um. We look at the we look at Arizona and it might be the most intriguing team in the NFL right now, especially with year two of Kyler Murray, year two um, with that offense, and they bring in DeAndre Hopkins. Isaiah Simmons. Oh, drop Isaiah Simmons soon, bro. <laughs> Isaiah Simmons, dude, that let him out, let him out of the gates. I know he's chomping at the bit, Isaiah Simmons. Um, no, I'm I'm excited to see how they use him, but I think that. <laughs> Kyler Murray is going to be a special player with that offense. Um, and I'm very excited to see, especially with new pickup Kenny and Drake, how that all goes together. Then we have the Rams, which McVay's magic appears to be running out a little bit, maybe, because he was a, the hot name. And now they, they're looking to struggle. Um, I mean, Aaron Donald's holding down that defense. Jared Goff. Now Gurley's gone. Obviously, they have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. But, I mean, I feel like, Again, that they'll be mediocre. I'm not too blown away with that team. <clears throat> I'm not too blown away with Jared Goff. Um, and then we have two very interesting teams, the Seattle Seahawks, who uh, got Jamal Adams this offseason. <laughs> um, but I think, like, offensively, we saw last year that they were able to run the ball as effective as any team in the NFL. And when you have a quarterback as elite as Russell Wilson, um, you're always going to be there. However, they, they only – I think they won – they were nine and seven last year, ten and six, and they won their combined games by seven points in total, which means that they really weren't killing anybody, and that a lot of games could have won either way. So it'll be very interesting to see if maybe they come back down to earth this year, or they continue to rise. And then we have the defending NFC champions, the San Francisco 49ers, Jimmy G, Kyle Shanahan, uh, the best one, obviously the best defense in the NFL last year, offensively with Kittle, the running back by committee. Now we have. Debo Samuel getting healthy. Um, it, it They can easily be win the NFC once again. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100% on all your takes. Basically, um, the Cardinals have exciting young players. I don't think they'll be great, though. I, I, I did have trust in Jared Goff at first, but it seems he's fallen off and without Todd Gurley. And I don't know if we'll ever see the best of Todd Gurley ever again, but uh, without Todd Gurley, uh, you'll have to rely on Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And Cooper Cup is a star, but I don't know if Robert Woods can get it done like he needs to. Um, the 49ers are probably going to win again. I think, um, like you said, they lost um, They lost some from the committee. They lost a Matt Breda, who would break out for a 92-yard run almost every game, it felt like. And the Seahawks have always been so efficient. They've got one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time in Russell Wilson back there. And they run on him. My most vital player for this 
is probably going to be the same as yours. So I'll go defensive player first. Um, I'll go defensive player first, and that's Nick Bosa from the San Francisco Forty oh Nineers. Nick Bosa is is good. I mean, uh, we've already seen him play, and if Donald Trump wins this election again, and he has a chance to go visit the White House, Nick Bosa is going to go crazy, and he's going to lead these Forty Nineers to that i mean he got a taste of it last year he just ran into patrick mahomes one of the greatest talents we've seen at quarterback and that explosive kansas city offense but if nick bosa gets a taste for a white house visit once more whether or not he's the only one to go i think i think he's sniffing it out and he's going to go chase that down (laughs) my my defensive player (laughs) of the year and most vital player are on the same team uh russell wilson most most vital player. Um, he's the thing that keeps that team afloat through all, Legion of Boom leaving all that, um, and he has to continue doing it for them to even be remotely near a playoff team. And I'm gonna go with uh, against what? my gut and say Jamal Adams. Why? Because, oh my goodness. Because I just think that I just think he has so much to prove. Um, and like obviously, like that 49ers defense is so stacked already. So I think that like Jamal wants to prove why he did all that he did, even though it's still not warranted. Mm-hmm. But I think he has a lot to prove, <laughs> and he thinks that he can be a difference maker on that team, so he's gonna try to prove it. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. Let's move on to the NFC North, <laughs> where we've got Mr. Carr. Shout out, Mr. Carr. I don't know if you'll ever hear this podcast, but shout out, Mr. Carr and his dog who's watching Wheel of Fortune <laughs> and the Chicago Bears. Um, the Bears, they didn't they just say that they're gonna start Trubisky? They did say they're gonna start Trubisky. I don't know what they could have seen <laughs> in Trubisky to have made that decision. However, I do understand. I mean, the next best thing they have is Nick Foles. Um, listen, if Matt Nagy can draw up some some Philly special kind of plays, some plays where Tariq Cohen is throwing touchdown passes. Uh, maybe the offense could be explosive for these guys, but I mean, from when we watched draft um, like videos on Mr. Trubisky, we already saw that he he wasn't good at making accurate throws. I know he tries Josh Allen, but this guy this guy can't throw a football to save his life. Really, um, apparently, it's done enough to save him a job, though. It didn't last year, but um, and then we also have the Detroit Lions. Um, Listen, Stafford is always going to be mega arm. He's got no Calvin Johnson, but I think Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. are really explosive um, receivers. Carry um, on Johnson got hurt last year, but I think he can um, be the kind of bell cow running back they need. They signed Adrian Peterson, which is a big signing, which I guess I should mention, but I don't think he's going to get that many carries. Um, another man in a race in a fight against um, – Father Time seems to be beating it like his kids. And then we have the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they decided not to get him any receivers in this draft and went and got a quarterback uh, to, I guess, light a fire under him. I have no clue. They've got arguably the best receiver in Devontae Adams. Um, and an all-right defense, I think – the Packers will be um, the best team out of this division. Um, they're my number one team. And then we've got Minnesota, who I have as my number two team, um, hoping their defense um, is great this year because that's a defense I drafted in fantasy. And they can put up points. Uh, first Cousins, Kirk Cousins, like Shannon Sharp likes to say. Um, th- they lost Stephon Diggs, and now – um, it looks like Adam Thielen is going to get a lot of the touches, who um, saved me last year in fantasy. This all comes back to fantasy. Who saved me last year in fantasy. Um, so, hooray for white skill position players. I hope these guys, I hope um, I hope they do all right. I don't really care about them, though. But I hope they do all right. Um, <laughs> I think they'll be good. I, I, I don't know. That was weird. It was weird because every other team I've cared about, the Vikings I looked at, and I like, I, I don't know. I felt like a little upset with them, but whatever. That was weird. I I I think a lot of your points were great points. 
I think that her. I think that the <laughs> I think that the Bears will well I mean they're wasting that defense with Mitch Trubisky. Um and I, I think that I think that eventually we're gonna see the keys handed to Foles. I think Detroit um, Can you imagine that, giving your keys to Nick Foles, man? Uh, well, they're kind of behind the eight ball, so Matt Nagy's gonna lose even more hair trying to draw up plays. Um, I think <laughs> with a visor on, that's the boldest move I've ever seen. Um, I think <laughs> that Matt Stafford uh, is gonna put up big numbers as he usually does, but I don't think the Lions are there yet. With Wouldn't take more chance, don't. With astronaut Matt Patricia. Um, <laughs> astronaut. I think that Matt Lafleur. Uh, is ready to build a good offense around Aaron Rodgers. I think people are sleeping on them a little bit, especially with the way their defense played last year. So I think that if they can replicate the running game with Aaron Jones, um, obviously their weapons are depleted, but going to Devontae Adams all the time seemed to work. So if it's not not broke, don't fix it. Um, And then the Vikings, I think that we're going to see a lot more running the ball now. Um, And the story with them is always going to be their defense is good. Kirk Cousins is fine the regular season. And then when the games matter, he folds. So, uh, I don't, don't expect that to be any different. Um, my defensive player of the year, I'm gonna go with Khalil Mack because safe, safe choice. Because why not? And my most important player, I think it has to be Mitch Trubisky. Like obviously it's Rodgers, you'd think, but I think that if he can somehow prove all of everybody in the world, besides probably his mom, wrong, <laughs> I, think that, I think that they can actually be a legitimate team in the NFC. No, 100%. I agree with you. You got to go Khalil Mack. Um, I think this is going to be Matt Stafford's last hurrah, where he's got an all right team uh, that can win games because offensively, I think they're a powerhouse in this division. And so I think um, Matt Stafford is going to be my most vital player in the NFC North. And now we transition to our final division. The NFC South. We have the Atlanta Falcons, who have kind of fallen off a little bit over the last couple of years, but they still have former MVP Matt Ryan, his favorite target, Julio Jones, and now they will be adding Todd Gurley to the mix. And I'm very interested to see how that goes, especially if you can stay healthy. We move on to Carolina, where Isaiah was just talking about white skill position players, and they have the best, they have the cream of the crop. And Christian McCaffrey. Um, so I think that, especially with Bridgewater, who's more of a game manager, but won't turn the ball over. And then you add DJ Moore with Robbie Anderson. It could be it could be a nice little offense. Defensively, they might struggle, but it could be a solid team. The Saints, I, I mean, it appears to be the same old, same old with them. Um, there was some disputes with Kamara and his contract, but I, I think that they'll get through it. They'll be the, the Saints that we see, and Hopefully, no referees impede their season this year. <laughs> and finally, the most talked about team in that division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because of the addition of Leonard Fournette. No, I'm just kidding. Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> but I think it'd be very interesting to see, especially with like we're talking about, obviously in the context of fantasy as well, like how how the ball gets spread around. Especially because Brady likes to throw the ball shorter, how does that impact Godwin and Evans, who are more vertical threats? How does Gronk look? How do they, even their backfield is crowded? It'll be very interesting to see. They're very good against the the run defensively. They, it, I mean, I don't know. You never know what to expect when Brady at this age is going away from Belichick. But I think you have to pencil them down as near favorites in this division. Yeah, I think I think you do, and I've grown over time in my opinion about the Buccaneers, um, you know, with them having Brady. I think Brady went to the safest place he possibly could where everything was lined up for him, and they even went out and got Gronk for him. And, uh, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be really safe for Brady, and I think he can 100% uh, strive in this uh, – with this team. Um, the defense is great, and – yeah, I I don't know. I'm reluctant about it just because I'm in the Belichick side of the Brady Belichick argument, but um, I think the team is way too good, um, skill wise, for them not to be the favorites to win. Um, the Panthers, like you said, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who's uh, done more dancing than winning <laughs> in his NFL career, 
Um, but I mean, I don't know. He's fun. He rides his bike to work, <laughs> I guess. Um, but a hundred percent, they only go as far as um, Run CMC takes them. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, he went. A th- he had a thousand and a thousand, right? Last year, which was his he, goal. He he did. Yeah, which I mean, blew up uh, the stats. Um, I, I like DJ Moore too. I like uh, DJ Moore as a target uh, for Teddy Bridgewater. I want to see what he can do there. Um, they got Matt Rule, right? Matt Rule's our coach. Matt Rule, former Matt Rule. Baylor coach. Yeah, Matt Rule is supposed to come to the Giants. And which... the best receiver I've ever seen in Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Robbie Anderson, the best receiver on a streak. Um, you got the Falcons, Matt Ryan. I mean. They're supposed to be a playoff team every year. You got Julio Jones, who everybody wants to say is the best receiver in the league. If you got Julio Jones, the best receiver in the league, you got to put up more points. You have to be more dominant as a team in the Falcons and as Matt Ryan, as a former a former MVP, a former MVP quarterback. Um, they've got to be more dominant. Uh, this is probably the most competitive of all the divisions we've gone over. Um, yeah, it's got to be. Um, yeah, and then the Saints. Drew Brees is the quarterback I picked in fantasy. Um, the addition of Emmanuel Sanders, right, they have on the team now. Sure. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Latavius Murray. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and, I uh, so. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Camp Jordan, they're set up to be good this year. Um, like you said, that egregious call. That happened to them, robbing them of possibly a Super Bowl. Drew Brees is always going to be good, um, always going to be accurate. He hasn't seemed to fall off just yet. Um, he did get hurt last year, and then Bridgewater stepped in and did um, and did a fine job being a backup. I think those games will be fun seeing uh, Drew Brees against Teddy Bridgewater just because of um, the story from last year. Uh, but the Saints are my f- are the second to come out of the Buccaneers, but I have them neck and neck with the Buccaneers. Um, it's also going to be fun to see Brady and Breeze in the same um, division too. That kind of battle, Twice that kind of shootout. Twice a year? Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think that for me, my defensive player of the year, I'm going uh, to – I, I was thinking about I think about Shaq Barrett, but I'm going to go with Marshawn Lattimore. Lockdown corner, especially having to go up against that offense, having to go up against Julio, having to go up against the best receiver in the division, Robbie Anderson, having to go up against Godwin and Evans and all these receivers. I think that he's the key for the Saints and that defense. Um, and the most important player, it it has to be Tom Brady. Um, that's the story of the offseason. It's really going to be about is he was he the reason or was it Belichick or was it both? And we're gonna find out how far this team goes. He's gonna have all the weapons at his disposal. He's gonna have Bruce Arians who knows how to work with quarterbacks, who knows how to create an offense. So it'll be very telling, not only for this year, but we'll learn a lot more about the last twenty years of the NFL this season. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I guess so. I mean, I don't hope terrible for Brady because he wasn't in my division and I didn't hate him. Uh, and if you don't like him, I mean, I guess you must be a Jets fan. But Tom Brady's going to be <laughs> um, Tom Brady's going to be fine. I I'm going to have to agree with you and make him the most vital player, just because of the story. He's the biggest off-season move um, we've seen in quite some time, uh, especially leaving a dynasty like the Patriots, which he basically built up. It would have been Drew Bledsoe built it up, but. Uh, you know, you win some, you lose some, you tear uh, ACLs. But Tom Brady, Tom Brady, um, I mean, Tom Brady's got to be the most vital player just because of all the weapons he has. Like you said, the story with Belichick, was it him? We're going to find out a lot um, about the last 20 years and the dominance. I'm also going to have to go with the Buccaneers for defensive player of the year. And I'm going to have to say Nadama can't knock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a throw a fit. Uh now I'm gonna have to go with um Levante David, who's um been a solid linebacker um a couple years ago, jumped into um mainstream conversation for linebackers. 
in the NFL. But I think I think he's going to have a good year. I think um, he's going to lead them and help Brady out so Brady's not in a shootout, even though with the weapons he has, he could win a shootout whenever he wants. Uh, but I, I think that's what's going to make the Buccaneers so dominant is how good their defense is. I, I think if they're going to want, if they have the goal of winning a championship, which Brady always does, the, the defense and Todd Bowles, a former Jet, <laughs> is going to have to step up to the plate and and give the offense the help that they need. Um, but nonetheless, I think it's going to be a very, very interesting NFL season. And as we said in, in the beginning, we're only, what, at this point, 72 hours away from kickoff. We have Patrick Mahomes on Thursday and my New York Jets on Saturday, and I could not be more excited, but I hope my fancy team can can maintain that excitement for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, was- yeah it was, it's, it's going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm glad that football is back. Basketball has been fun in the meantime. Hockey I have not been watching much of. And the Yankees. And the, <laughs> the Yankees can't hit a baseball for their lives. But, um, I mean, football is always fun. Because of fantasy and just watching every team every year, if you don't have red zone, I feel bad for you. But sitting back and watching every team's most exciting plays in the end zone, getting ready to score, punching it in on teams, um, it's just always a good feeling. You know, school is always coming back this time of year, which uh, people kind of dread. Um, but football makes that a lot easier to transition into. Especially – obviously with the fantasy and making all those roster moves, feeling like a general manager, that's always fun. <laughs> but also as a fan of a team and preparing all week for matchups, looking at ma- like key players, key matchups, um, and just like as if you're the coach, just hyping yourself up for game day every week. I think that's the most uh, – obviously it's more fun when your team is competitive. <laughs> so hopefully the Jets can put up a fight until maybe mid-December <laughs> so I can enjoy it more. But um, I guess time will tell. But – Obviously, this turned into an NFL episode. Was not the plan. No, strictly. This not the plan. This is our NFL preview. So we might have to give you guys a double upload this week. Maybe we'll see, depending on time and how football goes. But <laughs> say the sentence in question <laughs> with the words you're using. Well, I didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to guarantee anything. I can't. Like, unlike Joe Namath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we really appreciate the support. Um, we really appreciate you guys consistently tuning in. Um, and obviously, we're going to have way more topics. We're getting closer to an NBA champion, which we'll get into a lot more next episode as the semifinals uh, continue to wind down. Uh, the Yankees and MLB is getting closer to playoffs. Maybe not the Yankees, but the MLB is getting closer the to playoffs. The Yankees have been to playoffs. Relax. All right, we'll see. We'll see. And, um, and we're, we're about to witness the beginning of Sam Darnold's run of dominating the AFC East. <laughs> oh. So things are getting good. And... <laughs> We appreciate you guys being alongside with us. You can follow us on Twitter at the Shoeless Joe's Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at DJ Smoothie Seventeen. What about you, Isaiah? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at MaxZaddyZay ninety nine. Uh, I think there's an underscore in there. Under MaxZaddyZay underscore ninety nine. My sister's verified on Instagram, and so I'm just trying to be like her. So if the twenty one of you guys listening could get me over that threshold, that'd be very nice. Um, and for the people listening, like go out and share the pod. You know, if you like something, you thought something was funny, go send it to someone and then tell them a time code. And then if they scroll through that time code, we get to listen for that podcast from them. So, um, you know, we try and make this jokey just, you know, so you're not listening to us ramble as if we were experts on sports. We are. But, expert. I'm an expert. on sports. <laughs> Mike's an expert on, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, go out and share the podcast. Um, get people listening. We want to share what we have, our jokes, our thoughts with the world. And if you enjoy it, share it. And if you don't enjoy it, send it to someone and show them <laughs> the bad parts we've done and what you hated about the podcast just so they scroll and we get to listen. Um, Support, I agree. Support is free. I agree. Um, we really appreciate that. Um, obviously, interaction with, interaction with us here telling us what you want to hear so we can cater to you guys will be cool as well um but also we really appreciate if you guys could share it um especially this episode i know like especially with a lot of people watch the nfl a lot of people are excited a lot of people have their fancy teams they want to know what's going on and i think this is a, a pretty solid episode for them to hear just to know what what to expect from this nfl season so like isaiah said we really appreciate if you guys liked it if you liked it to share it but on that note 
will catch you guys next episode. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. To come Rosie, tell me to come So she didn't have a daughter, she didn't have a son She said the lift doesn't work, run up the stairs and come And if you don't come quick, you're not gonna know that's one So I grab a bunch of rose and I 